From the Ron McKeefery Podcast Network, I'm Isaiah Castilleja, and this is Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. In this episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0, Coach DeMeo talks to us about how it's important to learn straight from the source when looking at a new program techniques to implement, and how if you can't go straight to the source, why it's important to understand and research programs before you build off of it, and the importance of getting honest feedback from your athletes when creating a new workout program. All this on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. The Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 podcast is brought to you by Sparta Science. Sparta Science has been a part of the human performance community for over a decade. They started the idea of bringing the force plate analysis out of the lab and into the weight room. I've been following what they've been doing for a long time now, and their latest innovations is a must-have for both yours and my weight rooms. Sparta Science has been known for making the complex simple, making data easy to understand for the athletes and tactical operators so they can take ownership of their movement health. Sparta Science now offers more flexibility for coaches, including an expanded set of tests and full access to hundreds of metrics and time series data. Coaches have access to novel machine learning derived measures that can help uncover meaningful patterns unseen by the naked eye. Sparta Science makes precision training practical for any staff at any level while providing coaches and sports scientists with all the tools they need to continue pushing the envelope of human performance. For more information, visit spartascience.com slash chalk and let them know Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 sent you. Join the thousands of coaches across the world that are part of Team Builder Nation. The incredible online strength and conditioning software provides a toolbox for features for all coaches at all levels. One awesome feature is the 1RM Max Tracker. Team Builder makes tracking maxes easy for any method since you can record and store max data, project 1RM over time, and use the stored maxes to determine prescribed weights for an exercise and have access to the visual reports so you can see the maxes over time. Other features include an updated messaging platform and the ability to create sports science questionnaires for athletes or clients to answer on their own phones. That's right, that's sports science data in the palm of your hand. Start your free 14-day trial today by using the promo code CHALK, that's promo code C-H-A-L-K, and begin programming with the software built to fit any level strength coach in any setting. Team Builder prides itself on putting the customer first and offers affordable pricing with subscription plans starting at just $50 a month. For more information on everything that Team Builder has to offer or schedule a 30-minute demo with Team Builder Expert, visit teambuilder.com and let them know Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 sent you. Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. 2.0. Today, I'm co- I'm joined by Coach Jay DeMeo. He's currently the head strength and conditioning coach at the University of Richmond. 
and he's also the owner and proprietor of the Central Virginia Sports Performance uh, Podcast and all of the educational material that they got going on there. He's also the head strength conditioning coach of Nova of Virginia Aquatic Center. And he also had stops at Indiana State University, Binghamton University, and SUNY Cortland. Welcome to the podcast, Coach. Man, appreciate you having me. Stoked to be back on. Definitely. And could you... I mean, you are doing a lot right now. So you can tell us a little bit about your role at the University of Richmond, and then we'll go into CVAPs and everything else. Cool. Yeah. Um, my role right now at the University of Richmond is I'm the head strength and conditioning coach for basketball. Um, I primarily oversee men's basketball. Well, I'm directly responsible, excuse me, for men's basketball and men's tennis. And I guess I oversee um, the women, both basketball and tennis. Uh, but I, I, I've got a, an assistant here, uh, Beecher Porter, who he doesn't need overseeing. He's absolutely fantastic. I've talked about him plenty on the My Thoughts Mondays, um, how vital of a role he is uh, when it comes to everything that we do here with our team in the queue. Um, on top of that, we, we have some subcommittees, and I'm in charge of what they call our sport performance or I guess we would call it our sports science aspect of it uh, within the department and sort of building out platforms um, where we can try to find better questions to ask and look for better ways to help these young men and women be able not just to perform at their highest, but take care of themselves a little bit better as well. No, definitely. That's that's very – and we were talking a little bit of this with you before, but I think it's very unique to see – a coach somewhere for so long. So you're at, you've been at university of Richmond for about 17 and a half years. What do you oh. think was the main staying power for you in a typically volatile profession? I actually got here in January, 2004. So this wow. will be my 19th school year starting 19. in August. There we go. Okay. Um, what has been the key? Um, first I would start with, Obviously, Chris Mooney, our head men's basketball coach. Uh, and then after that, I would have to 100% say Darren Thomas, Brandon Horrigan, uh, Stu, and and Brinks, you know. Um, my directors and my head, you know, basketball coach, um, you know, I've probably put as much gray hair on their heads as I've had grown in my time from all my mistakes and me stubbing my toe and falling down and being an, a young knucklehead and then a middle-aged knucklehead and now an old knucklehead um, and doing things that are that are stupid. Um, so really, patience and, and trust from those around me, you know, and I think, though, that that patience and trust has allowed, you know, me to be able to, to do some things that are pretty unique, you know. Um, we've been able to really build out a long-term training model because we've been here so long. You know, like I said, I mentioned Beecher earlier. Beecher's been here for a majority of my tenure as well. Um, checking me, keeping me in line, telling me that I'm an idiot more often than probably not, you know, though, so that there's always been someone there to kind of reel me back in. Um, but yeah, man, like it, it's just patience and relationships, you know? Uh, and then I think, honestly, you know, you, you mentioned CVAST earlier. I think the seminar, and the resources associated with that have obviously helped, you know, being able to bring some of the top minds of the world, you know, into one location. We had it on campus for a long time to really help, 
you know, not just drive the profession forward, but selfishly help our staff network, grow, learn, and all those things, uh, I think have been really important to at least allowing me a little bit longer leash on the times that I've made some pretty stupid mistakes, you know? Right. No, I, I think that's that's great. And it's always about like the relationships and, and building of that trust. Now, what would you say? And you said your assistant there has been, you know, been on your staff for a while. And what would you say for anybody that would be joining your staff now? I know you you, you probably have overseen a few different hires as the head strength and conditioning coach there for everything. So what would you say is a piece of advice you'd tell for the new coach on your staff of like, you know, here's how we've been able to build a really good thing here at, you know, at Richmond. Oh man. So I think that the biggest thing that I would tell a young person right now is uh, you have to learn from the source. You know, we've got, you know, I'm on a podcast. I have a podcast. We listen to podcasts, but you have people all over the place putting things on Instagram and talking about, um, you know, this method, that method, the other method that they use with these exercises, but they don't know what the person who actually wrote the method and built the method and did the research behind the method actually said um, and why those things are important, you know? Um, so learn from the source, I think would be number one. And number two, um, after you've done your best to find the source, find people that have implemented things from the source. You know, people like to tell, say that I'm the one by 20 guy. And there's a lot of people that reach out to me about Doc's methods and this and that. And they reach out to Jeff Moyer about Doc's methods or Matt Tomey. Uh, but, you know, Ryan Bracious is another guy who's really followed Dr. Yeses's methods. But really, if you don't speak with Doc, you're going to get the Jay DeMeo, Matt Tomey, Jeff Moyer, Ryan Bracious bias, you know, um, which is good if you understand what doc was really saying. If you understand what Joseph Johnson is really saying, and then you can hear what people have taken from it and how it's worked in their, you know, their environment, that's great. But you need to understand what that individual actually was talking about before you start twisting things around and, and, you know, making them your own. And then the last thing is vernacular matters. You know, um, understanding what they meant by things. You know, there's been I've seen people put things out like so I put a post out not too long ago about what actually it means to be extensive and intensive when it comes to jumping exercises. And then just a couple of weeks ago, it's like an extensive and intensive plyometric post. It's like, well, that just tells me you don't know what extensive and intensive and plyometrics means. Like plyometrics is always intensive. Whenever you do true plyometrics, it's measured, which is intensive. Intensive exercises are done with intensity intent and they're measured like extensive exercises are done extensively so you can bounce and relax and do things fun it's not just if it's low level versus high level and that's where people get things confused especially when you talk about what doc what the dr verkashansky's talk about you know like and and you know people will say oh well it's just another term that people want to get confused about and put their name on well no these are the terms that the guy who we want to cite as the the grandfather or godfather of plyometrics built up and we're the ones that are bastardizing it so you know maybe it's just because i'm an old curmudgeonly guy who's been in the game too long and it's my get off my lawn type thing but i think like respecting the people that were here before us is really important 
and understanding what they said and what they taught and what they researched was really important. And then building off of what that is. No, I think that's, you know, that that's really good advice. And, and of all the advice that I've heard on at least my version of the podcast, being able to um, give into the, the younger strength coaches, I think that's the first time I've heard it, you know, go to the source and find out what they actually meant before you start doing one-offs and everything else. And so you at least understand it more now. Yeah, dude, and do it soon. Cause a lot of these people are not going to be around long. Like, I hate to say that and sound like such a, like a downer, but like, I love doc, but like, he's an older individual. Anatoly Bunderchuk is an older individual. You know, we've already lost Dr. Uh, Verkashansky, you know, uh, but you still have Natalia. We already lost Dr. Isern. We already lost Carmelo Basco. You know, so like these people who are the individuals that we live off of what their teachings and their research was, like we, while we have a chance, we have to be able to learn from them. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take your weightlifting to the next level? I'd like to introduce you to Barbell Mate. They are the most affordable velocity-based training device on the market. Barbell Mate provides real-time analytics and feedback and helps you lift more effectively and efficiently, providing stats such as range of motion, mean, and peak velocity. The personal app is available for Android and iOS and has no subscription fee. And at just $285 per device, it's the smart choice for anyone looking to improve their weightlifting performance. It has a special offer for Iron Game Chalk Talk listeners. They will offer $15 off your first purchase with code CHOCKTALK15. Again, save $15 off your first purchase using code CHOCKTALK15. But that's not all. The new Barbell Mate team app provides a complete management system to track and monitor the progress of multiple athletes. Choose from a variety of three packages to suit your team's needs, with prices starting as affordable as $25 per month. Visit barbellmate.com slash chalktalk to learn more and start your journey towards better weightlifting performance. And remember to use code chalktalk15 for $15 off your first purchase. Again, take a look at them at less than $300 a unit. Barbellmate is definitely something you should look into for VBT training in your weight room. How did the Central Virginia sports performance come about? Because I know, you know, running this podcast and also being a, a, still an active strength coach in, at the collegiate level, it's a lot. And what you've been able to provide, not only just with the podcast, but you've also had, you know, the seminars and you have conference and a whole bunch of learning material. How did that come about? And, you know, how... I mean, it's got to be difficult, Coach, because I know just the sheer demands of being the strength coach at Richmond and then also providing quality content with everything else. Like, how did how did it come up and then how do you manage it? Yeah, so the seminar started um, on accident. We uh, we used to have, like, just a, you know, a normal run-of-the-bout clinic. It's like pay for a bar tab, bring our buddies in you know, bring in high school people, whatever. It was cool. It was fun. Uh, but it sucked. And one day I was sitting there at 
you know, looking online and, you know, the NSCA, this is how old I am. So some of you probably won't even know what this is. Uh, they used to have this thing called the sports specific conference, which now I think is the coaches conference in January. And it was just for baseball and football. And I'm like, well, why don't we have one for basketball? We should have one for basketball. So I somehow found like the emails of like every strength coach in the country, like literally like went through and like Googled all of it and started sending out like mass emails before it was spam and not been like frowned upon. Um, it was probably frowned upon then too, but neither here nor there. And um was like, would you be interested in this? And then Charles Stevenson replied, <laughs> basically saying, funny you should ask, because um, he was building the, the basketball one that I was thinking about doing. And, you know, he asked if I could help. And I basically said, sure, and didn't do anything really. He had it all. He's killing it. He's doing a sensational job. Um, then I went down. It was at Raleigh. The first year, it was fantastic. It's one of the best clinics I've ever been to. And I come back and my director at the time ripped me for it because that was so awesome and ours sucked. Like you could put all this work in to help somebody else, blah, blah, blah. And the competitor in me just turned into I'll show you mode. And uh, I mean, first of all, he was 100% right. I deserved everything that I got out of that. Like, probably deserve to get ripped worse if we're being completely honest because you know the one that we had in our backyard was trash but the one that he had that i maybe contributed like one percent or a tenth of a percent to he it was sensational so we put together a two and a half day event which was going to be amazing um had a couple people sign up and i canceled it and then uh, after I cried for a day, I decided we were going to go back. We we're going to try to do it a little bit smaller scale, but we were still going to bring in as many of the the big wigs as we could. Um, you know, we had Dr. Asurin, we had Dr. Yesis. Um, they couldn't travel, so they were through old Cisco WebEx um, software. Again, there's probably 90% of your audience has no idea what that is, but it's I, I'm okay with that. Um, the first speaker we ever had was Ethan Reeve, um, who was, was sensational. Cal Dietz was there, uh, giving one of the first talks ever on triphasic. Uh, Joel Jameson was there, um, giving one of the first times he talked about the energy system work. And it was, uh, it was rad, dude. And then from there, we just started building out. Um, and that kind of built out from an odd email that I got. My mother ordered me like two of Yosef's books for Christmas one year. And Yosef sent me an email and was like, yo, I'll send you it's like a lecture DVD or something if you send me some gear. Um, I don't know if he still does that or not. So Yosef, if you don't do that and I'm going to get you bombarded with gear and so you have to send people stuff, I'm sorry. Uh, but but that ended up being the start of the relationship with, you know, my biggest mentor um, and guy who's had such a massive impact, not just on me programming, professionally coaching, but on CVASPs. You know, he's the guy that brought in Isser and he's the guy that brought in Doc. He's the guy that connected me to Natalia. Um, you know, he's the guy that brought in Bunderchuk, brought in Rick Bruner. Um, it's now, you know, tight with Hank. 
And it's, yeah, I mean, Yosef is such a huge driving force behind it. But then it just turned into a simple question of who do we want to learn from? You know, and then when we had these people come once or twice, we would start asking who they wanted to learn from. Because I don't know about you, man, but like if, if you want to learn from somebody and they say, this is a guy that I pick his brain or her brain and, and these people are people that really are pushing me to be better. I want to know everything that they are talking about as well. So, so yeah, you know, it's come full circle. This year we'll be in Atlanta in July, July 21, 22 at Play HQ. Um, it'll be dope, man. Uh, it'll be dope. And it's uh, really excited to have Coach Boo back. Really excited to have Molly back. Always great to have Brian Mann on the docket. Um, super excited to have Matt Gildersleeve uh, present. And, and, and be part of it and my good buddy and first team all awesome human and great strength coach Ben Kenyon the uh, greatest dress strength coach in the history of the Atlantic 10 is uh, is going to be on the docket too he's with the Sixers and then I'll try to go up there and contribute something that's not complete and total garbage uh, in the middle of these absolute rock stars um, but yeah you know we got the the manual that we put out every year you know, we've, I've been on and off with the podcast. I think that what I'm going to try to do now is make it like 30 to 40 episode quote seasons, right? Cause I mean, you know, when we get into the off season, it's hard when we travel, it's hard, but really what the whole goal of it is just, you know, like what we say with our profession and where we go to work, man, just want to leave the place better when I found it. And I think that a lot of these conversations, whether they're my thoughts Mondays or the outside the racks or you know, the, the shows that we do, we get to talk with coaches, period. I think it's really, you know, evergreen content. And I think that the chapters in the manual um, that all of these sensational people contribute to, I think it's evergreen content. I think there are things that, whether you've been coaching for five minutes, five years, five decades, you, you can get something from it. And if it's something that, like, will stand the test of time. And I just hope that, you know, when when I'm not just all gray and curmudgeonly and sore and beat up and can't move like I am in my forties, like I am in my sixties or seventies, that someone still is finding value in, in one of these pieces that, you know, cause when it's on the internet, it's there forever. So, you know, hopefully people will still find value in some of it someplace, somehow. No, I definitely think it does. And I know myself seeing what you've been able to put out and, I mean, you're still that the lineup that you have going on for this uh, year is, you know, you have a big lineup and, and I know we're all very appreciative of everything that you put out there and we continue to learn from it. And what would you say was the, um, of all the, you know, um, clinics that you've held and the podcast episodes that you've done, what would you say was the biggest thing you learned while starting CVAPs? Cool. Um, you know, that's hard, man. Um, you're not going to ever satisfy everybody. You know, um, I think that's the biggest thing. And I think that that's really where I still have a hard time. You know, I, I don't, I don't like being the person that doesn't contribute something that is for everyone. But everything isn't for everyone. If you try to do something for everybody, you're doing it for nobody. Um, 
So I think that's one thing. That's probably the antithesis of the direction you felt that that was going to go in. So I'm sorry if I threw a curveball there. Uh, but the other thing is, man, like there are questions that we don't even know we're supposed to be asking. And a lot of that stems from the fact that we overcomplicate things at such a high level that, you know, simplicity matters in, in everything from how you organize your events to how you organize your training to how you handle your relationships with your players. You know, like if you try to make anything too complex, you lose people. And I think that that's probably the big one. No, I, I like that. Always, you know, keep it simple. Don't. And I definitely tell that at least with this current intern group that I have is they try to overcomplicate things. And I was like, you, we understand the basics first, and then you can try to make it more complicated, but it's a disservice if you make it too crazy. But, you know, what would you say is the main thing that you're going to approach like with your athletes do you your athletes know you know you have access to all these you know originators of you know training um or that you run the podcast or you're a go-to resource like do they know how involved you are in our profession and does that translate to more buying in the weight room well, I don't know if I would ever call myself a go-to resource. I, I've been called a lot of things, uh, especially today, but I don't know if I would call myself that. Um, I appreciate that, though. That's very kind of you. But I think that they understand to an extent. Um, but they also understand, like, I'm going to meet with the guys. Like we're, You said this call will be about 45 minutes to an hour. My, I'm meeting with the guys almost directly after this call to go over the entire program for the offseason. We had exit meetings where we talked about everything that we just did. And with the guys that are graduating or their uh, eligibility is up, talked about their entire careers and like what worked, what didn't, what they liked, what they didn't like, what they dreaded and where we can be better. And, you know, you get some answers with that that are absolutely moronic at times, right? Because they're 18 to 22 year old knuckleheads. They don't really know. You know, but you get some honest and legitimate feedback if you know how to find it to help drive your program forward. So after we talk with them, we're going to go sit down, me and my sports med guy, Andy, uh, Andy McPherson. We're going to be like, fellas, so we, we heard what you had to say. We went through the data that we have through the, the team or the Polar Pro system. That's how old I am. I said team system. Um, and these are the things we thought worked. These are the things you guys said we could do better. These are the things that you guys said you liked. These are the things you guys said you dreaded. So this is the program. This is how it's going to progress. This is how we're going to do it. These are the things that we're building into. This is why we're doing it this way. Any questions? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being a strength coach is difficult. And someone once said on our podcast, we pour so much into helping our athletes become better but we forget who's pouring back into us to help us become better. Without a healthy mind coaching on the floor, programming and maintaining the juggling act that we call life can be difficult. The good news is the therapists at BetterHelp are here to help you. Therapy can be whatever we want it to be. 
Maybe you need the tools to help you keep motivated, or maybe you're feeling burnt out from long days in the weight room, or you just need someone to talk to. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist at a time that works for you. We have a very busy schedule as a strength coach, and the last thing we need to do is be driving to an office and sitting in a waiting room. Simply log into your account and message or speak to your therapist from anywhere at a time that works for you. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp also assesses your needs and will match you with one of over 20,000 therapists in their network. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and make your mind your best asset. We train to keep our bodies strong and resilient. Now it's time to invest in our mental health too. And as a special offer to Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 listeners, you can get 10% off your month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash chalk. That's betterhelp.com slash C-H-A-L-K. And thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you to our great guests for taking the time to share their experiences. Thank you to Play and Team Builder for being great companies that help our profession. And most importantly, thank you, the listeners. Please find us on social media at Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Find our show notes on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to say hi. It's great to hear from coaches from around the country. Talk to you all next week on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0.